Welcome back to I Bleed Pinstripes. This is the uh, first episode of the 2014 season. I guess it's the spring training edition of I Bleed Pinstripes. Uh, all in all, it's our 24th episode, the first of the season. Um, and uh, if we go back in Yankee history, uh, since this is the 24th uh, episode, a uh, few guys who've worn the number 24 in Yankee history. Uh, it goes dates back to 1929, 30, when Lynn... Larry wore the number. I don't know anybody who knows that name. Uh, Jim Weaver, Samuel Bird, uh, not a lot of popular guys. Uh, Paul Wayner, 1944, big name. Let's see here. Stubby <laughs> Stubby Overmeyer, 1951. That's a good name. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Duke Moss, 1958 to 60. Al Downing, uh, big Yankee reliever and from 61 to 69. Felipe Alou from 71 to 73. Jim Wynn in 77, as well as Mike Torres. Uh, Mickey Klutz in 78. Butch Hobson in 82. Lee Mazzilli, who had a birthday recently in 82. John Montefusco in 83-84. And uh, probably the, one of the biggest names on this list, Ricky Henderson Ward from 85 to 89. Marcus Lawton Ward in 1989. Deion Sanders Ward in 1989, uh, Mike Blowers, who Ward in 90 to 91, who was traded for another 24 on this list, Tino Martinez, who Ward proudly from 96 to 2005, four World Series champions in there. Uh, after Blowers was Kevin Moss, uh, Russ Davis, Ruben Sierra, and after Tino, Sidney Ponson Ward for a year. <laughs> and then obviously the last man to wear 24. Robinson Cano from 2006 to 2013. And amazingly, Robinson Cano is not going to be with us this year. I'm still kind of stunned about that, but got to move on. And I guess Robinson wanted a lot of cash. Uh, anyway, I mean, who knows? Uh, I did notice uh, one of the ball players. Uh, I can't, I can't, I'm not sure if it's Dean Anna who's wearing 24 or Sizemore who's wearing 24, but I thought it was really weird that the Yankees have already given that number away. Whether it will be on the roster, it will be another thing altogether. Anyway, it's been, I uh, hope everybody's doing well. It's been a crazy off season. And like I said, lots of things to talk about. Um, we're about a, a week away from opening day in Houston, uh, that hotbed of uh, that Yankee-Houston <laughs> rivalry. I guess we get them out of the way early. We don't have to see them again. Astros do not look to be a good team. They do, though, have a bright future and that they do look like uh, they seem to have the, uh, as people think, 
the number one minor league system. So at least they're building something. I, I do hate to see teams that are just constantly losing. Uh, I'm the kind of guy that actually I root for the Mets. I want the Mets to win. The only time I don't root for, for the Mets is when they're playing the Yankees. Big stories so far. Let's start with the probably, I mean, there's so many huge stories. But I think one of the bigger ones, obviously, is that the captain, Derek Jeter, will be retiring and this will be his last year. Uh, you know, minor league number, uh, spring training numbers are not something that I really care too much about. Uh, as long as Jeter's, get, you know, guys are getting their work in, pitchers are strengthening it up and uh, putting, a, getting their, their pitch counts up. That's what I look for. Uh, whether guys hit home runs or not or base hits doesn't really matter. From all accounts we've heard, Je- uh, Jeter looks good. Um, he's moving well. Uh, obviously, he's almost 40 years old. But, uh, uh, you know, as a guy who's been able to watch every game that this guy has played pretty much from 96, I'll never forget the Yankees won 4-2 in 96. Jeter hit a home run, made a couple great plays in the field against the Indians opening day. And at that moment, you kind of knew that this kid was going to be something special. And obviously, he's been, you know, you could say uh, since, Mickey, you know, you can say he's probably the sixth best Yankee of all time, which is crazy to even think. But you got to put uh, Barra, Mantle, Gehrig, um, DiMaggio. I think that's five. I, I mean, what a history that this team has. But I would say in the last 40, 50 years, Jeter is probably the best Yankee that's ever been around there. And you could even say Mariano is could be up there. So yeah, those are seven amazing ball players in one franchise. Some teams don't have one or two. You know, this will be Jeter's last year and uh, it'll certainly be a, f- a fond farewell. I just hope that he stays healthy all year and that he's able to enjoy this last season. But a lot of people were shocked. Uh, I guess I was shocked a little bit. I figured he would have been more of the guy who would have been last few days would have been like, you know, guys, this is going to be it for me. But hey, he saw what uh, Rivera went through last year, and I don't think it's a big deal for Jeter to have to go through this. He's a professional, and he knows what to do. The second big story, and, and these stories, are I can't put them in any order. Um, Tanaka, who signed a big deal, seven years, I believe, $155 million. The guy was 24-0 in Japan. So far, he looks great has like 20 different pitchers he can throw. Right now he will be uh, the fourth man out of the rotation. Uh, Joe Girardi announced his rotation. It will be CC. It will be Kuroda, Nova, Tanaka. Everything ends with an A. And a Pineda. And on paper could be a really tremendous uh, pitching staff. And not one guy really needs to carry it. Obviously, CeCe has questions, but he's looked really well in his last few starts. Again, spring training, you don't know. A lot of times you're going up against a lot of minor league guys. Um, but I, I have confidence in CeCe, and we'll see what happens. Uh, Kuroda, his issues are, can he get through the season? Uh, he's been great, but towards the end of the year, he wears down a bit. I think this is going to be a huge year for Nova, and this is... This is, to me, his team for the taking, his pitching staff for the taking. He's young. He's a stud. Uh, and i just expecting big things. Picked him up in my fantasy team because I expect big things from him. Uh, so a huge sleeper in my uh, estimation. Uh, and then Tanaka, who is, you know, we'll see how things pan out here. But uh, so far, everybody has only said good things. He's professional. He's made the transition to be very smooth, so we'll see how that goes. And then you have Pineda coming back after uh, Tommy John surgery. 
And again, looks great, and uh, we'll see how it goes. So uh, that's the Yankees' starting rotation right now. Uh, the bullpen, obviously a lot of changes. No uh, Boone Logan. He's in Colorado. No uh, um, Jabba. He's in Detroit. Uh, they both have lots more facial hair, and uh, we'll see those guys probably later in the season. But right now, I think as it stands, you've got Robertson moving into Mo's spot, Kelly moving into Robertson's spot, but Tances, it looks like, is going to make this team. Thornton replaces uh, Booney as the uh, lefty option, uh, Phelps, Warren, and Claiborne. Uh, that could change. Nuno or Cabral could also get in a spot in there as a second lefty. Uh, I've heard really great things about Adam Warren. I thought he was great last year. But uh, I would say look for Adam Warren to move up into the pecking order. And maybe you have uh, a, 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 sorry, a Warren, Kelly, and Robertson to finish games. And Batances has looked great. And, uh, you know, I love Phelps. He's a bulldog. And uh, Claiborne was good, but he had some uh, issues later in the year. So we'll see how he does. Um, I guess the uh, other story, the huge story, is that Robinson Cano is not a Yankee. And, uh, you know, I, obviously the Yankees didn't want to pay the money. And uh, they weren't going to go any more than seven years. I don't know how uh, what internal things were going on. But the Yankees pretty much are saying, hey, this is not the guy that we want to go into the future with. And especially for that money, 10 years, $220 million, which is what he signed with. I believe that those are the numbers with what he signed with, with the Mariners. Uh, and uh, it's just uh, kind of weird. Uh, I can't think of a, uh, I guess the last Yankee to kind of leave in his prime. And, and see, this is different. I mean, he was a guy who came through the organization been it was on the Yankees since I believe 2005 and uh, you don't really see too many guys who are stars who come through the Yankee organization leave uh, I know Pettit did but that was a little different Yankees kind of didn't want him at that moment Steinbrenner let him go uh, he went down to Houston but uh if and the only other guy I can think of is Reggie Jackson leaving in his you know he had pretty good numbers when he left and he played for uh five, six more years, uh, but he left. But besides that, I can't really think of a guy that left, um, you know, with a lot left in the tank. Anyway, the Yankees are going to move on. Brian Roberts is now on the team and Kelly Johnson uh, is now on the team. So, uh, you know, we're, we've gotten so used to, uh, as Yankee fans, I guess, spoiled and thinking that we need to have, and the organization, I think, has also been spoiling that they feel like you need to have an all-star at every position. You don't. Uh, we've seen Scott Brocious's. We've seen Mariano Duncan. You need those little guys, or I don't want to say little guys, but you need those guys who can do the little things every day to help your team. Uh, as constructed right now, the, the Yankees in the outfield uh, look like Ellsbury, Gardner, Beltran, Soriano, and Ichiro. Uh, we'll see if Ichiro makes it the whole year. He's certainly not the same player, but what a guy to come off the bench. And obviously Ellsbury has, and Gardner, are injury prone. Uh, behind the plate, we got Cervelli and McCann. McCann is already becoming one of my favorite Yankees. The guy's a bulldog, and from all accounts, is the new leader of is going to be one of the new leader of this team. Uh, Teixeira is back. I think he'll have a huge year. And then, like I said, Brian Roberts, most likely everyday second baseman. Again, uh, lots of question marks, especially in the infield, because Roberts is also uh, injury prone. Uh, Jeter will be at shortstop. And then you got Kelly Johnson at third base. He can also play second. Uh, and then there, uh, right now, Brendan Ryan, who the Yankees signed for a two-year extension, 
during the offseason is injured right now. So he probably won't start the season with the team. Uh, it looks like Nunez will, and it looks like maybe uh, Soltar. For, I forgot his first name, but uh, he could also be starting. But I think Dean Anna, who is on, who the Yankees traded for, excuse me, during the offseason, looks to be the guy that's going to step in there because he is on the 40-man roster. Uh, another big story is uh, David Robertson stepping into the closer role. Um, and it would be a great, uh, you know, it would be great that we've had that guy already to replace Mariano. I think uh, two years ago when Mariano got hurt and Robertson was thrown into that fire, um, it wasn't the right time, obviously. Um, but I think that he had a year to think about it. And I think that he had, he's been in so many pressure situations. So I, I can't see him not being able to do the job. Obviously, as Yankee fans, we want him to be that guy. Uh, and it's nice to see that he's come through the organization uh, as well. Um, and also Gardner, big contract for Gardner. I believe it was four years, $50 million. Um, at first, I was shocked by it. But then when you think about it, if you think about it next year, if he's a free agent and the numbers that he's putting up, he'd he probably get four years, $80 million or four, you know, four years, $20 million. Uh, Gardner looks to uh, now be moving to left field because of the acquisition of uh, Jacoby Ellsbury, who I, you know, he killed us. He killed us when he played for the Red Sox and he's obviously a dynamic player. The only thing I can say to Ellsbury is that anytime I hear the Red Sox players talk about him and coaches and organization, they talk about how much they're going to miss him. So I take that as a plus. He's obviously dynamic. The Yankee outfield is dynamic with those two in the outfield. And most likely not too many balls are going to be falling in in left center field. Uh, the Yankees also acquired Carlos Beltran, who is another leader on this team and has already proven that he is a tremendous ball player and I think will only do great things with the Yankees. This is what he's always wanted to play here with the New York Yankees, so we'll see what happens. Uh, and like I said, uh, the other story was the Yankees picking up uh, McCann, Ellsbury, and Beltran. I think all good moves, and McCann will be here, I believe, five, six years. Ellsbury will be here for seven years, and Ellsbury pretty much got the money that Cano was going to get, I believe, seven years, $160 million. Initially, I thought, boy, you know, you're not offering this to the... I guess they did offer that to Cano, but it's so weird to offer that to a guy that you fought against so long. Uh, you rarely see a Yankee in his prime going to the Red Sox, but this is the second guy we've been here before. Obviously, probably the third third or fourth huge Reds, fifth Red Sox. I can think of Babe Ruth, Wade Boggs. Uh, Johnny Damon, who I remember when the Yankees got him, I thought, boy, uh, this guy. And after the four years were up on J uh, Damon's contract, I just loved and adored the guy. Um, yeah, and also another big story was Girardi getting a four-year contract. And this is amazingly the, the beginning of his seventh year as a Yankee manager. Uh, it's crazy to think that since 93, 92, the Yankees have had three managers, Buck Showalter, Joe Torre, and now Joe Girardi. And it's great to have that stability. There was a time in Yankee land when I think the Yankees probably in the 20-year span had probably 20-plus managers. And uh, it was a joke. So it's great to have that stability. And, uh, yeah, I guess that's it right now. Um, you know, we're going to be doing this pod all year. I'm hoping, I think the best day to record a pod or have a pod out would be Monday or Tuesday. 
uh, review the week. Uh, I hope to do some remotes from Yankee Stadium, talk to fans. I hope to have some friends in, some big friends, uh, friends who are huge fans of the Tigers and huge fans of uh, the Mariners. Get them in here when we've got those series going on and just do a lot more fun things this year. And uh, we've had a really great response. A lot of people were listening to the pod last year, which just kind of blew my mind. Um, And I just can't thank people enough that they seem to like, because I'm not really doing anything. I'm just really just talking about my love of the Yankees. Um, And yeah, that's all I got right now. I'm really excited for the season. I think the Yankees have got a solid team. Uh, Definitely when you look at last year, it's amazing what they did last year. They won 85 games. With a team that, I mean, they had 50 players, I think, on the roster last year. 50 to 60 players on the roster, which was a record. Um, But they were able to get through it. And, you know, a lot of people slag them off because they didn't make the playoffs. But you know what? Sometimes you're not going to make the playoffs. You can't make the playoffs every year. I think they will be in the playoffs this year. The AL East is a beast. And uh, except for Toronto, I could say it. The other teams, obviously, we have the defending champions, the Red Sox. Tampa Bay is stacked, as usual. Their pitching staff is unbelievable. Um, the Orioles are going to be very good. Uh, Toronto is good. You know, they they always fight, but they always seem to end up 500. Um, did I forget anybody in our division? I don't think so. But, uh, yeah, it's it's going to be a tough. It's going to be a battle. Uh, you got to have pitching. got to have good defense. I do worry about the Yankee infield defense, not Teixeira. Kelly Johnson is solid. Obviously, Jeter, his range, and uh, Brian Roberts. We'll see how this goes, how this all plays out. Anyway, I will be at Yankee Stadium on the 7th of April. I hope to see you there. I'm in Section 431A. Got my tickets, uh, the season tickets packet. Always a great day. And so, folks, I'll probably talk to you in about a week. And, uh, yeah, see you later. Bye. Presentation of Hatfield Digital.